Welcome to a Delco Nerd Network Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Rigucci, and this is Replay, Relive, and Re-Experience, or as we like to call it, Re3s, where we do all three of those things to our favorite video game series. In this edition of Re3, we'll be replaying, reliving, and re-experiencing the Halo franchise, starting with Halo Combat Evolved and ending with Halo 5 Guardians in anticipation for, you guessed it, Halo Infinite uh, at the end of this year. Here to go on Master Chief Saga with me. You know, these guys were, what, seven episodes in? Chris Trio, Chris Gaddis, thanks for uh, joining me, guys. Seven seven episodes. Bah, 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 bah. Wah, bah, 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 bah. I'm for this. I'm yeah, dude. This. I am, too. This has been fun, I gotta say. And we're back. We're Can here. We, uh, uh, you referenced Halo Infinite later this year. Can we talk about the other day? Okay. How so, we got got? So we are, <laughs> we're filming this post-April Fool's Day. And um, a recording, I should say. <clears throat> yeah. And an account tweeted that Halo was delayed and Kotaku ran the headline. And I, that's what got me. So, you know, it's funny. I just assumed that was real. I didn't realize that was fake. <laughs> yes. It's so fake. now I didn't. Okay. It that's good to know. Delayed. It, it literally said, I was like, <sighs> but then I yeah, kind of just I, moved I, I was going to bring it up at some point, but gr- top of the show. Yeah. That's absolutely. great. That's funny. Yeah, and I was, and I was like, dude, like, and you were like, it's fake. And I'm like, what? what? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, here's the tweet. And he's like, did you say like look at the account? Look I'm at like, the verified mark. Like, it was oh, a seven of my all things. God, I was like, dude, are you fucking for real? <laughs> That's so funny. So like, when is the release date set for right now? Still, I think like no. uh, fall twenty twenty one. That's what I thought. They don't have time. like an exact date. No, I don't think so. No. There's so many games. You know what else? Just a random. T- Dying Light has not had a date ever. It's Dying Light 2? Yeah. That's going to be good whenever I know. It Apparently out. it's having a lot of issues, but that's oh, a whole other podcast. Great. Yeah. This episode, we are going to be doing Outskirts and Metropolis. These are I would two Master Chief levels um, coming off of uh, Cairo Station. I guess we're following up right from that level. So a synopsis for you. Outskirts is the fourth mission of Halo 2. As the Master Chief, you must battle your way through the streets of Old Mombasa of Earth with Marines to reach the beach. Reach the beach. Reach the beach. Reach the beach. From there, you head to a highway tunnel, which leads you to the next level, Metropolis. This is also the first level in which you encounter Jackal, Jackal Snipers, Phantoms, and Hunters. Um, As well as the first level you can actually drive uh outskirts is also the level in halo 2 that holds the record number of jackal snipers a total of 22 uh in the notorious sniper alley which is actually where we first we first encountered them and there's a lot there oh Woo! there's a lot fuck tons well wow, you got close for that one i did <laughs> all right so the first thing we got to talk about is you know we are on earth first halo level on earth you know we've only been on the halo ring and in ships this whole series until now. So where exactly are we? We are we are in old Mombasa, but the city itself is called New Mombasa. It was a major port city and industrial center on Mombasa Island in South Kenya in the Eastern African Protectorate. I guess Earth has um, new things laid out. Yeah. Yeah. I actually don't know much about Earth in the Halo universe. I know next like, to nothing. Yeah. Like, um, I, they don't... I don't really talk about Earth too much, even it's though very even though even space though centric ODST three and a, a lot of two are on, or no, actually not a lot of two. It's funny actually. I forgot about ODST being on Earth. It makes hmm. yeah. Excuse my yeah. yawn. Well, uh, I'm gonna I'll reference ODST when we kind of get to that point where it's like okay, this is where ODST would technically kick off. Um, on the mouth of the river north of the island is the New Mombasa orbital elevator. That is the giant pillar going into the sky that you may see in the skyline. I'll 
I'll point it out when we get there, but it's kind of hard to, to miss if you're looking like at the at the beautiful Halo 2 anniversary uh, vistas. Um, like Earth's other tether cities, New Mombasa's infrastructure was managed with a help of a second generation dumb AI, the superintendent, Halo ODST. It, it was the main target of the initial Covenant attack during the Battle of Earth. The city was invaded, occupied, and destroyed in the course of the conflict. So, yeah, that, that was a brief look at the city. So let's get into the, this uh, first cutscene. Three pelicans rocket away from UNSC in amberclad, jet engines thundering and spear towards New Mombasa. The assault carrier Solemn, Solemn Penance hovers high over the city. Gravlift engaged. Cortana says, the message just repeats, regret, regret, regret. Um, the Marines are gearing up for battle. Hood says, Master Chief, get aboard that carrier and secure the Prophet of Regret. This is the only place on Earth the Covenant decided to land. That Prophet is going to tell us why. Uh, and I think a few other things happen. There's some altercation, not altercation. There's a conversation between, like, I think Johnson and Keys are chiming in. The pilot goes silent as a huge scarab comes into view. Its legs spears a truck which explodes and then the main gun focuses and fires, destroying the lead pelican. The two other pelicans veer off as a plaza turret on the scarab's back attacks them. So we crash and then another pelican crash. Chris, that this was something that you wanted to bring up that I was totally not aware of until you brought it up about this like cutscene that was in the original game and remastered. I didn't know it was in the original game. I I, I thought oh. it was just like a re I thought it was like a new thing that they made for the anniversary, but apparently not. It was in the Mythic map pack, I think I read. Which what, what are you talking about? He's on a, he's on a, <clears throat> there, so there's a <laughs> oh, so in the beginning oh. of the mission in the cutscene you're seeing the two the three pelicans, the one gets destroyed. The one that I don't know if it veers left and crashes on a beach that has stacker and some ODSTs, maybe like a couple oh. marines. Mm -hmm. But um yeah, there's some covenant that go to like ambush and there's this whole fight on the beach and uh at one point there's like snipers up top shooting down at them. Um I'm pretty sure one of them's a sniper, takes him out. And my favorite part is uh the elite or a grunt throws a uh, plasma grenade and it sticks to one of the guy's helmets. <laughs> and he and he takes it off and he just throws it. That's so funny. Yeah, so the cutscene was in yeah, the mythic math pack for the original Halo 2, and I think was on waypoint or it's in the menus or something. Somewhere, Somewhere like hold that. on, just yeah, a second. Waypoint. Just yeah. a second. Yeah. Map packs? I completely like forgot about <laughs> a map pack. Like you know, Dude, like Halo. Not that I forgot about it, packs. but like yeah, the. I'm sorry. Just, yeah, it just really brought pack, me back. There. What were Halo 3's map packs? Um, fuck. And was anniversary one? I think so. I mean, I do. I remember Mythic vividly. The legend, legendary map pack, heroic I think map so. pack, maybe heroic map pack is definitely one of them. Definitely got it. All right, Google time. Yeah, yeah that, was, uh, that was. It's a, just a funny like. What? How, what when's a, the last map pack that was released? I can't even. Do like Call of Duties have map packs anymore? I guess Lots they, they, of it's they, free they now. Come, that's They're what all, I thought. Because like, they, they, they make so much fucking money off the <laughs> cosmetic shit and everything. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, Call of Duty's got wars on it now. So exactly, yeah. Halo Two had the bonus map pack, which contained containment and warlock, Killtacular pack, which contained sanctuary and turf. Maptacular contained Gemini, Elongation, Backwash, Relic, and Terminal, and then Blastacular, which was Desolation and Tombstone. Does it say how much those uh, cost? They were probably, what were they, Microsoft points 800 then? 800 Microsoft. Yeah, that's like, what eight, it was. Eight, eight, you know, like, 1,600 that was like, Microsoft that points. That was like 10, yeah, 16, I think was $20. Yeah, that sounds about 800 right. 800 was $10. I don't I remember. It's been a while. I think so. <laughs> Microsoft. I wonder what the... Oh my God, Microsoft points. What the fuck? Yeah, was when, they, when they took them away. Oh, so. I wonder what the last thing I bought with Microsoft points was. 
Did wow. they and they, they phased that out before Xbox One? I yeah. believe they did. Yeah, that I was, think that's was exactly gone. when it did. Yeah, Dude, when what, they a, did. what a time. Yeah, uh, and then Halo Three, they had like cold storage. That's where Legendary. Then the myth, they had two Mythic map packs. Um, I remember riding my bike to GameStop the day Mythic map pack came out to get Microsoft points, and I rode it back. Yeah, I love it now. You just do that with a credit. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that far. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's so fun. Yeah, a weird cutscene that like mm. I guess they didn't really have to remaster, but they did anyway. That's nice. like a little extra for those. If you Google like Halo Two outskirts, like, day at the beach. Pe- yeah, it's called. day at the beach. You'll huh. you'll find it. Um, so we get out of the Crash Pelican and we go into this courtyard and we're holed out there for a little while. Chips Dubbo, uh, present as always, you know. Hey, Chief! What's going on? <laughs> Try not to shoot me, eh? Fuck you, Chips. Follow me, Chief! <laughs> so, um, as we're kind of fighting here, we'll, we'll, we'll see some series first, but I had to point out, because I didn't point it out in last episode, the remastered sound for these guns is unreal. The remastered yeah. sound forever, like, you, it's, it's, like, baffling, like, when you go from the Halo 2 soundtrack to the Halo 2 soundtrack, to re- like the original one, I should say. Oh, the, re- just... the remastered soundtrack for 2, I think, is actually beats out the um, the the original. And I'm gonna, I'm actually, in, in Halo CE, the music I put in is the original. For Halo 2, I'm gonna put in the remastered soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It's so, like, it's tracks. it's funny, because, like, you, you, you switch back and forth, and you hear they're the same songs, basically. Yeah. But they are, there's more like, like it's a little bit more. The mixing is better. It's better and it's, there's louder going on. You know what it kind of reminded me of? Not in the same, like Doom, in the way of like, it really felt that loud. Yes, Doom. No, the Doom, no. No, you're right. No, it's it's like, it sounds the same. They do, they do sound (laughs) similar. Um, But no, I don't know. It was just funny. I was like, damn, this is like, they're pumping the music and I love it. Yeah, there was one song uh, in. Oracle that we'll get to. That's a little weird when you're flying around in the Pelican. I, I, yeah, I got it. I got it. You're setting me up for like later. Tend to do that. I'm, I'm there. Um, He's and ready. I, and I also wanted to mention the arsenal. Uh, one of the things I I forgot to talk about last episode is how quickly. So like in the first level, you get the shotgun. Like you get a lot of those like big powered weapons like quick. Like in in this level, you get snipers already. And I, I like I kind of feel like they're like they throw like heavier like sort of like maybe like end game-ish weapons at you like right quickly. at the gate whereas like the first i mean you get the sniper in in halo in the second level but mm. i feel like in this it's just like the weapons are just thrown at I you i forgot yeah. how, it doesn't matter what i mean they are. we'll get to it but i forgot how good that covenant sniper rifle was the beam rifle yeah it's just yeah, how well, oh we'll talk about i know it. this is where in this courtyard battle we get our first view of the phantom The Type 52 Troop Carrier, otherwise known as the Phantom, is a Covenant troop transport used primarily to deploy ground units and equipment swiftly and efficiently into battle, while providing suppressive fire, of course. The Phantom is a rough equivalent of the Pelican's dropship in terms of function and performance, serving as a dedicated troop transport and gunship. The Phantom sports a heavier armor and deadlier arsenal compared to its lightly armed cousin, the Spirit Dropship, in Halo 1. Um, consisting of up to three defensive weapons that offer 360 degrees defense, three, yeah, three, yeah, 360 degree defensive and offensive capabilities and is capable of maneuvering effectively in atmospheric conditions, including space, the final frontier star Trek. Yeah, for everyone who didn't catch I that. <laughs> I, I get that reference. It's I get right here. It. I'm right here with you. The Phantom's crew consists of a pilot, a co-pilot, a navigator, an operations officer in charge of the defensive plasma cannons, 
the Phantom can carry up to 30 passengers inside its troop bay, 16 in Halo 2. <laughs> um, troops are deployed from both the grav lift installed in the bottom of the rear of the ship and the ventral doors on either side of the troop bay. Like the Spirit Dropship, the Phantom is also capable of carrying vehicles such as Ghosts, Race, as well as essential equipment. Uh, such as deployable lookout towers and Covenant supply cases using the four miniature grav lifts underneath it. Guys, trio, hand raised, what's up? Question. I, I just got to say, great looking ship. Like, icon- I feel like very mm-hmm. iconic. Yeah, the Phantom is Phantom. very iconic. Um, it's a little more, per- no, it's a little more maroon in this game. I'd, I'd, and then say, it gets and then I'd say more purple. purple. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty even purple, at least in the remaster anyways. For sure, I feel like it looks pretty purple. No, it's maroon. maroon. It's, it's, definitely, it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely maroon. maroon. Yeah, I think yeah, you're yeah, thinking. Yeah. All right, I'll fight you guys on this one. <laughs> yeah. All right. What is, what co- hold on. What color is the vision skin? It's like pinkish I maroon. request elaboration. <laughs> I've seen the vision from Marvel, Marvel's The WandaVision. Uh, the what, WandaVision. <laughs> what is, what color is his skin? It's like maroon. Because I've seen people go like it's red. I'm like, you guys are fucking nuts. No. What is happening? It's not like, it's definitely not like our like DNA. I've, I've heard yeah. purple too. No, I'm like I, now that's oh, a psycho. It's, it's, it's <laughs> who thinks that? That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's like, like it's like a pinkish. It's like a red. It's red more in the tone of pink and purple. Like it's like all I three agree. Of those no, I, it's together. just uh, it's. But anyways, I will knife fight you about the color of the the uh, phantom after we're done. And then pretty much the other only other thing is we get a cool music cue and we uh, fight the hunters again, who are actually kind of big now. Yeah, they they don't. Oh, they are. Get, yeah, they're towering. They don't get one shot anymore. No, they don't. So we're going through Sniper Alley, and of course, this is where we we can gun down 22 Jackal Snipers, and we're picking up the Beam Rifle. The Type 50 Sniper Rifle System, otherwise known as the Particle Beam Rifle, is a Covenant long-range weapon and the counterpart of the UNSC Sniper Rifle. They're commonly used by Jackals, although Elites and Brutes are also seen using Beam Rifles on occasion. The Particle Beam Rifle is battery-powered direct energy weapon that fires ionized particles at its targets instead of accelerating small projectiles. The weapon is nearly silent, giving it off a a negligible muzzle report, weighs considerably less than the UNSC analog, and the use of particle acceleration offers the distinct advantage of superior penetration as the beam will pass through a target completely, even through cover. And that is pretty lore accurate because that, that... you can, I don't think there's... It just go, keeps going. It yeah. just keeps going. And also, you know, I, I guess it does have recoil, which is interesting. You'd think like a a beam rifle would just be like... Like what force would there be? From the battery and the weapon? Yeah. Yeah, I guess like so. Like it's got to exert something. Yeah, I which guess even does. in like other movies and stuff, it. you see they, they have recoil with like laser weapons. So you, but I don't know. And, so you remember how we were like muffins or... Uh, oh yeah, donuts? <laughs> yeah. So, so human... Uh, the sniper or the beam rifle? I mean, I think... I don't know. I feel like it's an easy beam rifle for me. Later games, uh, sniper. See, I, I, I would say beam rifle off of pure, like, like, what it can do. But the sniper is just kind of, like, so classic. So, question, and I was wondering this while I was playing. Do you get more shots out of a full beam rifle or out of a full, uh, or out of the most amount of sniper rifle ammo? Good question. Um, I'm curious, because you, you get eight, you have, you have eight, you have four in the chamber, and then eight, eight uh, total that you can carry, I noticed. Eight? Um, yeah, that you can carry other than like your four that are already loaded in. So twelve in total. Yes. Hmm. hmm. That'd be close. It's got that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking it's it's like it's got to be a bullet or two. I think off. it's like ten or eleven. Honestly, for... I w- I could see the beam rifle being more. 
I don't know. Yeah, I'd be curious too. I feel like it goes down. I feel like 10, it does 10 or too. I feel like you, per shot. That's what I mean. I feel like that's at least. No, I think maybe ten shots in that. I do. Yeah. Have some, I do have some trivia. All right, we move on. The beam rifle was originally used by elites in Halo Combat Evolved with the name Gravity Rifle. Instead of being a purplish blue, it was a green and black, and it was cut from the final game because of time constraints. There's a f- so here's another. There's a few ge- of those I assume coming up. Right. Yeah. Here's another thing where Bungie put something in Halo One. It was cut. They brought it back in Halo Two, like we were talking about in the intro of last episode. It is episode. so funny, like replaying these and seeing how bare bones Halo one was combat i mean this is how bare bones games were no but yeah. you know you're right but even just compared to like even just out the gate on halo 2 how many years was this did this come out after halo combat evolved 2 yeah like a year and a half year and a half two years like yeah. i just feel like it's just oh no amazing. sorry four years yeah, four years 2004 this came out and halo 1 was 2001 2001 so yeah, three, years. three years it just feels like a pretty major leap to me yeah, truly, sure. just immediately oh, yeah. out the gate. But right. yeah, you're right. That's so true. 2001 games were majorly different. But that's also just an a new console. Very true. No, no, we're still. I know, on, we're still on Xbox, still right? On Xbox. Oh, 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 oh. We're not even in Halo Three yet. Yeah, that's. I'm, yeah. I'm ahead. I'm ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Uh, another trivia fact: This it's weapon funny. replaces the too. focus rifle after the Battle of Reach. It is likely due to the beam rifle's superior precision and lethality when compared to the focus rifle. It could be that uh, they worked alongside one another as it was used well before Reach in the Battle of Harvest. So this is like the lore reason for why the beam rifles in Reach and why you don't see it mm. for the rest of the series. Gotcha. What beam rifles in Reach? The or sorry, the um, focus rifle. The focus rifle. I can't reach. remember, or even what that looks like. It's it's like a sniper, but it shoots a, like a beam and it keeps going. Okay. It's like a sentinel beam, but a sniper. Gotcha. Oh, oh I do remember that. Yeah. We'll get. To, I mean, we'll get to reach when we get to that. But yeah. and yeah, it is possible to bounce beam rifle shots off the ground, uh, like this sniper in three. The sniper ricochets, but not in this hmm. one. But the beam rifle does. All right, so we are moving through the buildings to Hotel Zanzibar, where we rendezvous with our boy, Sergeant Stagger. He's back. Glad you could make it. Crash site's on the other side of this hotel, Chief. Covenant are crawling all over it. Follow me. He's uh, chilling. Do you want me to do he chips? Should... Kind oh, of chip? I just have that in there as a joke. We'll <laughs> oh, I know. Do you, I didn't uh, know. Can you do an Australian accent? I think so. Okay. Is that pretty good? Yeah, well... We... We get we go into the hotel. We get a little flashlight turn on. Hey, it's dark. Turn your flashlight on. The flashlight's back. And then um, as we get out, we get attacked. But the warthog and the ghost uh, come up, and we can use them to proceed. And a marine goes, "Oh man, I love the beach." Hoped you packed a suit, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and then like Cortana says, like, cut the chatter. We got people coming up. Hey, fuck you, Cortana. I'm, I'm losing it. <laughs> fuck you, Cortana, dumb bitch. <laughs> That's kind of British. No, anyways, let's. No, I was Australian. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I can't do a good a British accent. Like a Cheers, lo- mate. a low key, a low key British accent. Is it's hard tough. For me to, well, there's to, so many different British accents too. There's yeah. one for every fucking corner. It's fucking uh. You know? Yeah, you can get down it, or, or you get you get the Irish accent. Taking all the spotlight, god damn it! <laughs> um, you can boost now on the ghost. You can. Yeah. Hallelujah! It really was. It did, again, massive leaps forward. That's oh, all yeah. I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, massive. massive Game leaps. design, 100 percent more. It's just 100 percent increase. Anyways, so we are moving toward the city center um, to get to this Covenant carrier. There's a gun emplacement, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed on the beach there, that just kind of like is sitting there, not firing. It's just there. 
Do you guys notice that? No. Okay. So this is the Type 48 artillery platform, also known as the Weevil to the UNSC forces. It is a ground-based Covenant field artillery piece. It fires bolts of plasma in indirect parabolic arcs and is essentially a larger version of the plasma mortar mounted on the Phantoms. Interesting. This is literally only in this game. It's and like that is it that purple is pretty one? Pretty much all they had on. Yeah, <laughs> I had to dig for this. I was like, I can't fucking find this thing. <laughs> I was like, what is this? I'm like, lose what my is mind. it? I was like, these guys are. That's so funny. On they were just they had a, the yeah. heat. Of That's the hilarious. Yeah. So I uh, like. Yeah, I I remember, I remember playing through Halo Two, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. It's like just random turret just sitting there, and like you never see like, it. What again. the fuck is happening? Yeah. Um, and there's also a behind that. There's a lookout tower. These are what uh, I remember. A deployable lookout tower is an anti gravity operated tower used by the Covenant. They are mainly used to fortify specific they <laughs> Pacific Rim. <laughs> yes. They are mainly used to fortify specific areas on the battlefield. A deployable lookout tower consists of a circular base, in the middle of which an anti-gravity generator is found. The circular platform is suspended in the air and given anti-gravity power by the generator. The platform also has a gap in the middle through which the occupants are transported. The anti-grav generator uh, works like a gravity lift, transporting supplies and troops freely. What, what happens when you want to go down? What? What happens when you want to get off like, the tower? You just jump you off. Jump. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I think you actually go back down. Practically, yeah. You just Maybe assume like it, a, it works both ways. But like the jackals get up there. All right, guys. Now, how do I get down? You jump. You what jump. do you mean you jump? <laughs> I mean, you jump off the tower, you moron. Flip. Yeah. The Halo 2 version of this thing looks a lot different from the Halo 3 version. I keep saying this to you, and I know I've probably mentioned it like four times, but just the way lighting, I didn't realize how just lighting didn't exist in <clears> games back then. Just the way, like like particles and just fog works and like just all these it's crazy it really does blow my mind how far we've come that's my yeah soapbox. lighting i think is the big one and even with this generation with ray tracing like oh it's, yeah it's still it's still like wow look what you can do with just lighting forget no, it's the graphics it's, it's just insane. it's all about the light well it's fun. even a small tangent of playing outer worlds and that is 60 frames per second like seeing like the reflections off the gun yeah. And shit, like there's Even like small going de- from the Xbox One version to the Series X, yeah. I mean, we're both playing. It's, it's it. a big, yeah. yeah, major, oh, yeah. Like, big time, wow. sixty yeah. frames, and it just looks, it looks great. It really does. And that's a very like subpar, mediocre, okay game. And I think that the, the up on it, enjoying it much more this time around for some reason. But you know, yeah, I need to get back into it. We'll get. I like, I didn't give it enough. Yeah, it's it's all right. Yeah. But we go a little further, and we get to our first, not our first terminal, our second terminal. Second terminal. Yeah. It's on like the um. When you come out of, you're on the beach, so it's like right before you go into the like, tunnel. The tunnel, tunnel, yeah. And this one talks about uh, Arbiter again, and how he invaded this this air, this like UNSC system, and he what did he blow into like uh, troops that were weren't even ready? They didn't have any guns, and he wound up letting them weaponize and get ready for them to you know kill them. Yeah. To get slaughtered. Yeah, so basically, like, the idea of this terminal is kind of to, like, tell you that the elites, even though they're pretty, like, s- savage combatants and they're the enemy, they're very honorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they don't fight dirty, kind of like the brutes do. Sure. Um, the elites, like, you know, come back to the samurai, Spartan. I was yep. going to say, that's that, like, like, we're going to fight you one-on-one and you're going to know exactly, like, what's going on. Right, and we're not going to, like, There's we're no not trickery. Gonna, no tricks. Right. You are not the ghost of Tsushima. No. You are Jinsake. Sa- Sakai. No, wait, what? You are... Well, oh, you, you are, are both... You know what I mean. You are Jin Sakai before ghost is the ghost. Correct. Yeah, there we it's go. It's like Batman. 
Um, and and if you notice on that in that same bunker, there's a rocket launcher. Yeah. And if you notice with the rocket launcher now, you can lock on the vehicles. I did notice that. Yeah, yeah that was definitely uh. And it goes away. Nice <laughs> Does it? It yeah, just three. It, then it comes back again. I think so. Yeah. I'm very confident it does. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um. And you also see um, in that same area, there's drop pods that litter the ground. Um, these are orbital insertion pods, uh, which is a single occupant Covenant high altitude deployment vehicle, roughly uh, cylind- cylindric- mm. cylindrical. Cylindrical. There you go. Ovoid in shape. Ovoid. Which is oval, I guess. <laughs> but with a tapered, slightly angular end. It is made of a burnished scion purple metal. And, uh, but the. But has an interior that conforms to the physique of a Covenant Sanghealy. Upon impact with the ground, the pod opens and revealing the interior and allowing the Sanghealy to exit. So it's just the Covenant. Do we see them pod. again? Yeah. Other than Reach and this? Three. They're in They're three. in three. Yeah. So when the Covenant decide to capture a planet rather than simply glassing it from the orbit, uh, they use these insertion pods to drop Sanghealy to the planet's surface as shock troopers. I wonder if they took that idea from... UNSC or vice versa or I would that. I would doubt it but yeah. <laughs> did yeah. they coin the term is glassing just like a is that just a war term like when you glass some like because I feel like I've heard that used in other like science fiction things like even in like um, Star Wars they like they glass the world like I didn't know if that was like you you can like glass like if that's like a, a that could be a term for very a, random ten, I just I, I don't know why I've heard I, that term I, before yeah you're on to something you're well, on to something. Like, because I'm, like, I'm like, I wonder if Halo coined that, like, yeah. in the science fiction realm. Or, but, uh, I, I mean, I can do some digging. It was just more of, like, a, a thought. Yeah. Yeah, but it was just an interesting thing. I don't know. Well, it is interesting. So we take the tunnels in, and we're heading to the bridge, the city center. Um, Cortana notes Covenant seems surprised. She says, I've been analyzing the Covenant tactical chatter. They're surprised, confused. I don't think they expected us to be here. Not you and me, but all of us, humanity on Earth. Odd, I know, but it does help explain why they came in such small numbers. Very good thing to note as to that fact. Why did they invade Earth with, like, one carrier? One carrier. Yeah. Keep that in the back of your head, folks. We'll get to it. Um, We're continuing. We got the Scarab coming in, shooting that Warhog. How you guys feeling about the Scarab? Scary. Scary, but like we haven't gotten to the end where you actually get on it. But like I thought it played much bigger of a role in this level than it than it ended up. Maybe I'm thinking to Halo 3. Yeah, it's, in, it might it's be. the end of the end of the game. There is another scary. Maybe mm-hmm. then I'm thinking of that one because this one was a little bit underwhelming from what I remember. Yeah, do you remember it, Johnson takes hold of it and you walk in and you blow up the door? Yeah, that's it's, what it's I think I'm thinking. Game. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the only other time you see a scarab. It's just those it's, There's times. not in Halo 3? No, there's Halo 3. Yeah, they're, they're, they're very okay, different. Was, that's but, what, um, oh, okay. Well, um, I'm going to talk about those scarabs once we actually get onto it. Of course. You know, because it's getting onto and into vehicle. Make it a sense, yeah. Um, so, this part. <laughs> Here's my notes. Covenant train things. You guys know what I'm talking I about? See. Those fucking, fucking weird looking, like, troop carrier things. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> they land. I think I know exactly what they look like they look like they literally just they look, look like, like long they, they train like, cars. They look like this. So like a, a vehicle would fit here and there's like a thing around it. And where were these at? In the tunnels. 
There's oh, such there's just this weird yeah, vehicle that exactly do you ever see about. them again? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I, didn't think so. I was like I was driving by them, I'm like, I killed the elite seems, in it. That just doesn't like, seem as practical as like transporting like, with a, doing? And a I, phantom or something. So the type twenty nine vehicle transport is also known as the Shadow and is a heavy ground transport vehicle for the Covenant. The Shadow is a dedicated troop and vehicle transport machine of the Covenant. Similar to the UNSC Warthog and the UNSC Elephant, it is not an offensive vehicle, and due to its slow speed, it can be categorized as slow and cumbersome. However, it possesses a powerful defensive plasma turret, which is used solely for defense. The vehicle itself can be easily outmaneuvered by, a sm by smaller vehicles such as the Ghost or Warthog. It's heavily armored, and its best defense against attack is the reason for its slow speed. Shadows are the Covenant's main method of moving a large number of troops around the ground-based battle, uh, ground battlefields. They have one driver, a gunner, and up to eight occupants defending, uh, depending on the species of the passengers. The Shadow's purpose have gained it the nickname... The, <laughs> the, shadow per the Shadow's purpose have gained it the nickname <laughs> of the Covenant bus, which it definitely looks like a bus. It would be... It's a train a thing, it, it is. It's a bus. It's a train car. I don't even know. So... As you may think, the Shadow was originally going to be named the Spectre... Wait, sorry. The Shadow was originally going to be the name of the Spectre-like vehicle seen in the Halo Combat Evolved E3 2000 trailer before it was cut for the game. Another vehicle cut. It's brought back. It's brought back. back. This, so it's, the, the Shadow was supposed to be like the Spectre, but it sounds like they switched them too. Sure. Do you know what the Spectre is? I, it's it's yeah. later so. in the game. It's, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and... That's it. We travel That's on the it? next level Ooh. on the bridge, and that is, uh, we are into Metropolis. Metropolis. One of the more memorable levels. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This I, is I, where it starts on the bridge, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Music's yeah. playing, yep. Yep. I mean, we'll get it. Actually, talk about it first. Uh, let me give you the synopsis of the next level, Metropolis. This is the fifth level of Halo 2, and is the first level you're able to drive the Scorpion. Uh, also, the first level where you see Wraith's banshees uh, metropolis is one of the two levels where you can acquire the gauze hog takes the uh takes place in the in new mombasa and also as soon as the player starts emerges from the highway tunnel that was part of outskirts master chief and two marines uh, are battling across a long bridge and pretty much they're going from like and in tunnels they're coming out they're going out they're getting into the city center and eventually we come to our this scab. one did go a little long for me like going really into the tunnel. I, I felt like there were i'm like all right let's cut off one of these parts where i go like where i'm going through i mean i guess we have been going through tunnels this, there's a lot yeah. of tunnels yeah a lot of yeah. tunnels <clears throat> so um, our cutscene. uh okay who who wants to be who uh i can be johnson if you want me to I'll, I'll be female marine. That's right. All right, I'll, I'll be I'll be I'll be marine one. Yeah. Who's the male guy? Where's the rest of your platoon? Wasted, Sarge. <laughs> and we'll be too, sir. If we don't get the hell out of here. You hit marine. No, sir. Then listen up. All right. So just like in Halo One, depending on your difficulty, you have a different speech that Johnson says. Just like in the first. Do you want to go Halo down? One. Do you want us to go around? Um. We'll do one at a. Do we want to read them all? We can if you want, or we can, or we can skip. Which, if you want to save time, I was going to say I at least want to read normal and legendary. I like yeah, too. I, I did it. I was playing through on normal. I was playing through on easy. I think. Can I actually? All right, easy gamer. Yeah, I just right. didn't feel like dealing with it. I want to read normal. You read easy. You read legendary. All right, sounds, sounds good. good. Okay, Chris. All right, Crit Trio. See, I, <laughs> it is weird. I, no, <laughs> like, it's really it's it is you Chris being here. Right here. <laughs> and, like, there's another Chris. I'm now calling Trio Chris. That doesn't happen. It doesn't like, ever. It's yeah, very odd and weird, and I don't like it. All right. Here we go. Easy. 
You had your chance to be afraid before you joined my beloved corpse, but but to guide you back to the true path, I bought this motivational de device. Our big green style style cannot be defeated. And this is normal. The chief is gonna jump in this tank, roll across this bridge, and blow up any inhuman son of a bitch dumb enough to get between him and the prophet of regret. Pull yourselves together, because you're going with it. And if you do this on legendary, usually the good lord works in mysterious ways, but not today. This here is 66 tons of straight up H.E. spewing divine intervention. If God is love, then you can call me Cupid. <laughs> That's a good then, one. I like then, that one I a think, lot. And then, like, he gets back in, and then he goes, and, like, Cortana oh, goes, I love this. he never gets me anything. And he goes, and he cocks the turret. Oh, I know what the ladies like. I know what the ladies like. Oh, I know like. what the ladies like. <laughs> God, it's so good. So this is our first tank level. Guys, how are you feeling from the tanks in Halo 1? What are you thinking? Oh, Massive improvement, I feel. <laughs> what was that it's reaction? So, no, it's you were just, just like, so much wait, Trio was just like, oh, yeah, like oh, it's just, wow. It's just like, it's night and day. Yeah. It really is. Because, like, you know what I noticed? In Halo 1, you can't, like, strafe. If you turn your camera, you can't, like, go the le Like, you always have mm -hmm. to be facing the way you are shooting. It really? doesn't, or it doesn't work very well. Like, it's very hard to, like, turn in, and in shoot. Halo 1, yeah, yeah, I definitely it, agree. This one, this one, you, it's, yeah, you the, it just controls so much better. Uh, I mean, just night and the day. The tank is fun. Night and day. Did you? So this is the part where you're going over the tank, and you can see the skyline. Sol yeah. Solemn penance is like on the left, and then the big orbital bridge is like you know in the center of the city. Uh, so that's I just put that there. Uh, you can't destroy phantoms. In the I camp. tried. Yeah. I was sat there for a good. Oh, like, I was fucking yeah. up. Like yeah, eleven I or twelve shows. Like, yeah. I don't think I can like, destroy oh, I them. Because I feel like I distinctly remember you being able to, but I guess not. So can we talk about uh, the Easter egg here? There used to be a uh, an Easter egg where you would. Can you hijack in this game? The scarab gun? Yeah, I am talking oh, about the scarab I gun. I have it in the trivia at the end, but oh, we'll talk. We'll talk about right, it now. All right. Yeah. So yes. You can, you can hijack if you can hijack yeah you get a banshee and you bring it through the tunnels it, it's kind of hard because of everything shooting at you but if you eventually get it out to like that park you can like go straight up and then on top of this building's just a pulse rifle and it's just sitting there and you pick Pla it up plasma rifle plasma rifle sorry sorry um and yeah. it shoots scarab like bullets it shoots yeah. what they so, shoot so really so i did it recently so i actually i know oh you did it recently <laughs> yeah i did it i was like before we did this series like i was going back and getting achievements like after I finished Reach, because it was the first game I got on my Series X. So, basically, the Banshees that are flying, you have to get them to follow you into the tunnel. Mm, it's a little tricky. That's right. And you can't board it just yet. So, you have to, like, essentially get this Banshee to follow you. It stops shooting and eventually just kind of, like, paths around you. And you can get it through the tunnel. And then once it's in the smaller tunnel, when you're going outside to where the Gauze Hog is and the, the, sni the sniper you can melee in the back... You have to get in it before the loading screen, and that's gets you out of it. And then you can fly it up. It's, like it's really tricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I've yeah. only done it once. And it's like, it's fire scarab Yeah, there's a, there's a skull that, yeah. that does that. Oh, same my effect. God. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It, yeah. it took me a few tries. I think it... No, it doesn't have to be on Legendary. No, I don't think so. Is it think an so. achievement? Yeah. Is, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's why I was doing it. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. that's nutty. Yeah, so um, a little bit before that to kind of backtrack. Uh, as you get past the bridge, you can get inside the tunnel. You dismount and continue on foot. Marine, The Marine hands you a shotgun, and you move through the tunnel and eventually get outside and hop into the Gauze Hog. Uh, just a little bit about the Gauze Hog, even though we talked about the Warthog. Um, this is the M12G1 light, uh, light anti-armor vehicle. 
Um, this is a variant of the UNSC uh, M12 Force Application Vehicle that features a mounted M68 ALIM gauze cannon. It is designed to quickly defeat light armored vehicles such as choppers and ghosts. Uh, the M68 gauze cannon fires 25mm hypersonic projectiles by asynchronous magnetic acceleration in the base of the cannon and takes about a half second to recharge between shots. Um, the gauze cannon first appeared in the E3 2000 Halo Combat Evolved trailer. It was cut from the game. Again, another vehicle coming back. Um, uh, okay, that was it. <laughs> that was the, I had something else in there. but um, Probably okay. my favorite Warthog. Yeah, Love the I mean, it's yeah. so good. Yeah, Love. Dog is awesome. So yeah, again, we're just moving. Very forward. interesting that was introduced that early. I totally, I didn't. I guess I didn't even think about that either. Mm -hmm. I guess it's, it's not really that early, but yeah, like, I don't know we, why I would. I just thought that was like a Halo Three introduction. Did we touch on the AI can drive you around now? No. Yeah, so you, you can right. just get right in the uh, the gunner. The, yeah, yeah, gunner. And oh, that's the cool. AI that's awesome. Yeah, because I guess with this first one, he he's, he tells you to get in the gun. Yeah, yeah, like he doesn't like. Pull up, get out, and he gets in the gun. Yeah. Like, he drives. Yeah. He's like, get in, chief. And they don't yeah. do too bad. No, not, they're not they're, terrible. They're not terrible. No, they're not bad drivers. Yeah. Um, yep, and we work our May. Make our, what did I just say? We work our May. Work our May. Work our magic. Make we, our way down. We, I know what you were Yeah, doing. we make our way into the city center and clear the streets of Covenant invaders. Did you guys notice, like, the signs and the advertisements and stuff on the buildings? A little not, bit. They're not there in the in the mm. normal version. Hmm. Um, a lot of the advertisements and logos on the buildings were added, uh, you know, obviously just probably for flair. Yeah. Make it look a little bit more. A little real. more lived in, yeah. And the terminal is here? Yeah, so when you um meet up with, uh, the, so it's after the Scarab, after the um the three wraiths that you fight. It's uh when you go in for the first time, it's like behind some boxes before you go upstairs and you meet oh, that. Oh, uh, I know exactly. Yeah, I meet that one guy. Then. Yeah, yeah and then this it. one's just about his, uh, Arbiter. Sorry, this one's about Arbiter and what he's done. Basically, just he fucks up the UNSC. He's destroyed so much, mm -hmm. yeah, so much. We kind of talked about in his bio, like he has like a million, uh, like a billion confirmed casu casualties, not just from him, but like caused by him. Mm -hmm. He's the one who finds Reach and attacks it. Yeah, like it's kind of weird to like, like the Arbiter is probably like one of the most like military, like. Saying he he's like a patent in, in the he's like a patent covenant he's like mm -hmm. a patent and like, like of World they, War II and they like, fuck him over like, well they so need the fuck they see yeah they're like yeah it's but really... like look at him man he found reach like he's taken all these systems with uh the what is it the, the fleet of particular justice <sighs> but that's they gotta Love show dude. even the they gotta show even the muddiest can fall Gooch don't get don't get don't get too big big in your britches there arbiter and they also need a fall guy so it's fucking. And there is one thing I noticed for the first time going through this. Um, before you go into that building where that terminal is, up on the left, there's like a little like street that you can go on. And there's a citizen's alert kind of flashing on the screen. And there's a new one for the remaster and an old one. Uh, so I just wanted to read them. This is Citizens Alert. Youth of New Mombasa, your city needs you. Join your local Freedom Fighter Brigade today and send the dirty Covenant zealots back to their home world. Our, our enemy is weak. They will only know defeat at the hands, at the hands, at our hands. They will only know defeat at our hands. We have the advantage, human heart and perseverance, some things these filthy aliens will never have. And then it says, uh, New Mombasa will prevail. Secretary of Defense, Paul Huff, Huffy Russell. Sounds about right. And the new one says, Citizens alert. Our glorious city is under attack by the despicable Covenant Horde. 
Their defeat is inevitable. They will meet a horrible end at the hands of our brave forces who right now are fighting for your survival. Please do your part by reporting to the nearest evacuation zone. Numbasa will prevail. Minister of Information, David Dockmaster Dunn. <laughs> David Dockmaster Dunn. Triple D. David Dockmaster Dunn. Triple D. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder D. why they changed that. It's not changed. It flashes between the two. Mm. But they, that last one I just read isn't in the original. I just thought that was interesting. I no, that is interesting. That no, I, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, so we regroup with the Marines and head into the the, the CP, the command post, uh, where the scarab kind of climbs over us, and we're like, all right, we're going to fuck this thing up. Um, <laughs> we board... Prepare to make my day. Yeah, we board and destroy the scarab. We get a cool music cue here. I'll have to figure out what track it is, but I just remember there's a cool music Is it not the, the Mjolnir mix? I don't know. Yeah. It's actually in the anniversary. It's the Gunger mix. Oh. The Gun... Gun... G-U-N... The Gun Gun G- mix? It's like the Gungnir? Yeah, the Gun Gun. Misa excited. <laughs> <laughs> the Gunger. I don't know if it's that track, but... Mm. Um, Let's finally talk about the Scarab. The Type 47 Ultra Heavy Assault Platform, commonly known as the Scarab, is a Covenant mobile mining platform adapted for use in combat. The Halo 2 variant is the T-47A Protoss or Protos. I don't really know which pronunciation it is. Um, Developed in an advanced construction site, Scarabs are mobile fortresses. They are quadrupedal behemoths, are typically deployed from low or medium orbit or the high atmosphere. They are used to attack heavily defended structures and emplacements and often lend a quick but unstoppable support to Covenant troops on the ground. Despite their enormous strength, however, Scarabs are quite vulnerable to being boarded. A Scarab's central core is protected by only the vehicle's external armor, so attacking the core is easy once an enemy boards the craft. A Scarab will also be temporarily stalled if its legs sustain enough damage, allowing a would-be boarder to simply jump onto the vehicle's troop bay to counter this. Or sorry, vehicle's troop bay. Period. To counter this, scarabs typically carry squads of grunts, jackals, as well as brutes and sanghealy. So the whole fucking family. <laughs> the whole squad. The Halo 2 scarab was almost indestructible and immune to damage in this game. Its movement was entirely scripted and almost no damageable parts appear to have been coded for it. It was only destroyed in a cutscene. Yeah, that's that's a sense. (laughs) When the Halo 2 era scarab fires, some molten green liquid, possibly coolant or access plasma, will leak out of the bottom of the main cannon. The forward plasma cannon can also be destroyed with a few melee attacks, as could the rear plasma turret. The flaps on the main gun could be destroyed only by using a scorpion tank. Also, the underside grate could also be destroyed. So, yeah. I like the the look between the Halo Two Scarab and the Halo Three Scarab is like no fucking contest. The yeah. Halo Three Scarab mm-hmm. is like so much more cooler. Absolutely. I oh, I, it's more. I I. It's funny. I was getting into that Scarab expecting Halo Three Scarab. I because really? I didn't realize. Yeah. Well, just How not different. Really, they I didn't are. Think, yeah, I didn't think. I was like. Oh, I did. Now I obviously jogged my memory once I got inside. So, how but, are you guys feeling about like this first Scarab encounter? Did you like it? Oh yeah. I thought it was cool. Yeah. yeah. I think I again. I was like, oh, it's done. I was like, oh, all right. It's interesting how like it just like falls right into position. Yeah, you're like, oh, you all just right, jump on. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like you're just walking under this bridge. Yeah, fuck I guess. it. All right. Um, so the cutscene. Uh, regret, the regrets carrier, solemn penance, slip space jumps, and in amber clad, along with Miranda Keys, John and Johnson. Sorry, John Woman Seven and Johnson follows. Uh, the slip space explosion destroys parts of the city and the orbital orbital elevator. 
This is a, probably a good time to talk about the UNSC in Amber Clad. This is a stalwart cl class light frigate. The in Amber Clad was designed by distinguished naval engineer David Pulver and Dr. Eugene Taylor. It was the final ship of a group of 16 stalwart class frigates that were constructed at the Sinvoyette Navy Yard as the Sinvoyette Navy Yard AS-9 above reach. Launched on February 9th, 2547, nothing is known about... Nothing is known of the first three years until April 5th, 2550, into, uh, when Commander Keys was given command of the ship. Uh, and I have some level trivia, but yeah. So, this is where Halo ODST starts. That's okay, that's what I was going to... Regret leaves, he leaves a bunch of Covenant on the ground. Gotcha, so then they drop the ODST in to take care of him. Right. And that's gotcha. when it jumps. Yeah, so we're we're just looking at the night So that the ODST battle. takes place in New Mombasa. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, in the city center. Interessante. So is it so during this cutscene when uh an Amberclad is following, is it weird to say it gave me like Mass Effect vibes? Because well, uh, of the slip space. Just like jump. the slip space and I mean, like how the ship little, moves. It's, it's coming from someone travel. that really hasn't like yeah, I don't this know. is like my second or third it's time funny, playing it, through the game where I played through Mass Effect. I don't know, just sci-fi. Yeah, definitely. No, yeah. it's it definitely felt like I def I love that sense of and again we talked about them before, but these cutscenes are yeah. so oh, yeah. just like they're racing to get into the portal mm -hmm. and you no, know, it definitely it brings back to more of that kind of classic sci-fi yeah. like slip space, you're going through a portal to go to where you're trying to go, like vibe. I would agree. <laughs> You're looking at vibe and slip I looked face. over at Gooch and he's staring into my soul. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got some I got some trivia. Uh, because Metropolis is the second part of a two-part mission, your weapons will carry over from outskirts. Uh, unless one of your weapons is a rocket launcher. If you finish outskirts with a rocket launcher, you will start Metropolis with a battle rifle and an SMG. We talked about the scarab gun. Uh, there's also a big soccer ball found in the top of a building that's destroyed. If you're going for the 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 um, scarab gun. Yes, you will definitely find that soccer yeah. ball. <laughs> it's literally like sitting in a giant building. Mm -hmm. like it just, <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't make it. Yeah. The, all right. This is this is these are these are some good Easter eggs. So in the beginning of the mission, the male marine talking at the beginning of the cutscene was voiced by David Cross, an actor mm -hmm. best known for his betrayal as of Tobias in Fox's Arrested Development. The female Marine in the beginning was voiced by Michelle Rodriguez, an actress best known for her role in ABC's Lost and the movie The Fast and the Furious. Really? Well, yeah. just just because was there any? They just happened to be there and just do. The... I feel like Bungie did that a lot. There's all, like hmm. Conan and his guy, his his other dude. You know what I'm talking about? Conan and his like. His other host guy, uh, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They're in four and five. Uh huh. Oh, that's really. Right. I remember. Yeah. Well, they always. Do you ever see their like uh, ga clueless game reviews? Can comments? Yeah, they're I pretty mean, funny. And then he's in fucking Death Stranding too. Yeah, which yeah. is yeah, hilarious. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, and one more. The other female marine, the one who offers you the shotgun in the tunnel, was voiced by Laura. Your your. Oh. Can you move your thing? It's on top. Of oh, that I'm sorry. <laughs> is it is it? I can't tell if it's Laura a Laura Prepone. Yeah, I can't tell if it was an O or a P. Sorry. <laughs> Just prepping. yeah. Uh, Laura Prepone, an actress best known for playing Donna uh, Pincotti on Fox's That '70s Show. What a classic. Yeah, she has. You know, one you line. know how dumb I she am. Has one line. Growing up, I thought that movie or that show was actually filmed in the '70s. <laughs> you serious? I was an idiot. It what was, was that bad. filmed in the nineties? It's like the two thousands. Oh really? Yeah. See, I couldn't have told you that. Mila Kunis and like Ashton Kutcher and all them. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Mm -hmm. All right, that is it 
for episode seven trio guys thank you so much for listening this has been a lot of fun doing episode eight of our halo seven hey, i'm sorry episode i just i'm looking at the, yeah, the doc it's right, i'm sorry thank you for getting me <laughs> episode seven of our halo re three it's been a great time you can find this podcast everywhere podcasts are found just search delco Nerd network we are on all these social medias at delco nerds we have a nice and fun discord where you can come and hang out and chat about everything from halo to mass effect and everything in between all of this information can be found on our website, DelcoNerdNetwork.com. We have an email there as well, DelcoNerds at gmail.com. For Gooch, for Chris, I've been Trio. Thanks for watching, guys. Stay nerdy, and we will see you next time.